0: Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Today, Mel and I are going to talk through what we're referring to as the kindness myth. And here's why, because over the last several years, of, as we've had Cultivate with the vision of women and being kind to each other, um, it's taken a lot of directions. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some, um, we've almost developed mm, oh, maybe a little bit of an unhealthy view of what kindness is. Mm-hmm. That kindness is you just take whatever, always respond, nice, yep. Um always be on your, you know, do what I want or you're unkind, agree with what, what I say or how I want to live or you're unkind. You're mm-hmm. not living up to the vision of kindness. And so I think it is important though, as part of our vision for, for the women and for Cultivate is being emotionally healthy mm-hmm. and how kindness plays into that too, to, of being spiritually wise Relationally kind, yeah, but emotionally healthy, mm-hmm. and so i don't think any i don't think you can have a real conversation about it divorcing one of those aspects from the other right and so I want to um talk today about kindness myths mm-hmm. starting with what is the difference um, between being nice and being mm-hmm. kind, and mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on that yeah
1: we've we've talked about this um a few times in, in the past, and I think we we've landed somewhere on um, not being nice is about you know your your manners, and being kind is really about your character, like who you really are. Mm-hmm. I think that was a stickier way we said that, but I don't remember. It was what probably it
0: was. so good. It was probably awesome. You guys can go back and find that somewhere. Find it somewhere. It's back there <laughs> in
1: the archives. Um, but there was this cultural thing with being nice. And it had nothing to do with authentic kindness. Mm -hmm. It was just like good manners, polite, and really... Then you go into the Bible, and I think that's where it kind of—that's where you get the real definition, when it says that God's um, that repentance, His kindness leads us to repentance. Mm -hmm. That it was He saved us through His loving kindness. No Mm -hmm. one would look at the cross and go, "Well, that was really nice of Jesus. That was really nice of Him (laughs) to to take that." Like that's a different level. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. for a Christian. It's like there's this actual, if I'm going to follow Jesus, I have to leave this idea of being nice and actually study and figure out what it looks like to be kind. Um, and then there's a whole other thing to untangle, which is like, well, Jesus went all the way to the cross. Is that what you're asking me to do? Like, <laughs> what does that actually look like? How yeah. do I stand up for myself mm-hmm. and still be kind? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a lot to untangle. There's not like a, it's,
0: it's a tension to manage yep. for sure. One of the things that has me super curious right now in the world is the idea of kindness. Like it's trending right now. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, um, It's talked about in any kind of secular place, Mm -hmm. um, like it's an idea of the worlds. And that's just got, had me like feeling pretty curious lately about what is, what is it starting to look like in the world? Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, you're seeing it play out with lots of different versions of what it means Mm -hmm. to be kind and, um, like you need to agree with me, Mm -hmm. you need to side with me or there, there's kind of an idea about it of being kind is either being against or like before or being for, I should say, or being against. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not against this, you're not kind. Right. And so I'm just watching the world play out mm-hmm. and it's so conflicting. Like there's so much conflict in whose version is right that day yeah. or who's not and we're canceling you to be kind to one party so we cancel you you know i i hate what i'm about to say <laughs> but i don't know i just but, pushed the button but it's just i hate me, what i'm about to say, say um so we watched the season of the bachelor oh, okay And last night was the, um, so if you're not watching last night was like, or I watched it, I don't know if it happened last night or if I watched it late, I don't even know, but I'm watching it. I have two young adult girls, like they love watching it. I'm watching it with them. And They had the contestant come up who, like, won, but then didn't win. And, you know, she did something controversial, and I I can understand it. It was race-related and something she did out of ignorance. And um, she's 23 years old. Not that that makes it better or worse. I'm just saying, like, Mm -hmm. at 23, like, none of us know anything, really. I mean, at 47, I feel like I hardly know stuff. But it was just interesting to watch this young girl on this national like TV, like everyone's seeing this Mm -hmm. and what she has, like people have said to her online. I don't agree with what she did, but this, and this is where I'm, I mean, this is one example of thousands. I don't agree with what she had done online, which isn't our, I don't want to even get it. Like it doesn't, it's not part of this conversation, but in being against what she did in the name of what you did was wrong and her others, People came at her yeah. like in the most cruel ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's interesting. And and this is my point. It's interesting to see what the world is saying, this is wrong and unkind and therefore we treat you like this. Right? Which is like wrong and unkind in its own right. Yeah. Like and I, I think as women of God, this is why it's so important for us to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because if it's wrong, it's wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and, it, and if one person does something wrong, does that mean we get to behave in the same way to be against what they did wrong and say right. like, but we're for the right. Th- like, don't you think it's, the world is going in a weird direction yeah. in that
1: way? It's it's the whole, um, you're kind if you're with me being against them. Mm-hmm. So whatever the the new thing is, and we've seen it a lot in politics, we've mm-hmm. seen it a lot with um, celebrities. You know, um, if it's people who are for Meghan Markle or against, or think she did the right thing or they did the wrong Shoot. thing.
0: Don't get me started on right? that.
1: But everyone forms their opinion, and then it's like you're now. I'm I'm the gatekeeper. or I'm I determine like how your dare kindness. you be mean to
0: her? You blah, 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 blah. and right. it's like wait what? yeah. what you're saying is 10 times worse to me now than I said exactly yeah
1: and and I don't think I think people have forgotten how to live in the tension of there's probably truth on both sides Mm -hmm. Mm. I have empathy for her and I have empathy for the royal I mean how do I know like I don't know right but I can't I definitely can't sit in the place and just go off on her or go off on them I I don't know um and we would probably be a lot more kind if we were all honest about how much we don't actually know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well this though this is this is where I feel like I'm lending as I I read scripture and I think about what is what does this mean for me though that I'm I'm supposed to be in the world as scripture says but not of it. Like mm-hmm. what does it look like to cultivate that when it comes to this. And I think the difference between being nice and being kind is found in this verse. Um, Woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You Mm -hmm. are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of bones of the dead and everything unclean. What that's basically saying is we get so worried about Mm -hmm. how we look on the outside and on the inside we're filthy. This passage to me, as I was like thinking about this conversation, to me lends itself to the difference between nice and kind because Mm -hmm. I think nice is what we do on the outside. Yes, Nice is mustering up like, I'm going to be polite to you. I'm going to do what looks good. I'm going to do what's acceptable. I think that's what we're seeing so much in the world around us right now is I'm going to watch what I say and make sure I don't say what I, anything that might get me canceled or Mm -hmm. get me criticized Mm -hmm. or that like, you know, it's it's all external whereas yeah. i think kind comes from within yeah kind isn't about anything that's going on around you necessarily it's about everything going on inside you yeah i think when i'm landing that's where i'm going is like nice is washing the outside of the tomb or some passages say like the outside of the cup is clean mm-hmm. but the inside is rotten yep i think for me this is scripture that i want to cultivate to differentiate the yeah.
1: two. There's a, there's a funny, there's a funny illustration of that. I was born in the South. Um, so my roots are are there and my mom's family, like for decades, you know, from, from the South. Then my family moved to New Jersey. You guys know I'm from New Jersey and we've talked about what right that now. means um, outside of Philly and then grew up there and then went back to college in the South and people who you know, in New Jersey would go visit the South and be like everyone is just so nice.
0: Everyone nice. I just there is left just the so South nice. recently and I came
1: home saying that so. You thing. just get a <laughs> lot of polite and then you go to New Jersey where it's like people are just real, to be honest. Like they're and sometimes that's unkind and whatever. But it, it was this idea of am I is it then just okay for someone to be nice to my face, even though they may not be saying what they really think? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In New Jersey, that's what you just got. You just got what everybody thought. And if it wasn't nice, it wasn't nice and nobody cared. And the South is like, no, you have to be nice. And I'm like, but for a Christian, that's not thats not what Jesus has ever mm-hmm. asked me to be. He's never said, be nice as I was nice. Yeah. Um, he's called me to something a lot deeper and I shouldn't just be satisfied with what you said of like, People think I'm nice. That's really not, it's really not the mark. That's really Mm -hmm. not the standard. Mm -hmm. Um, And it takes some real, it takes some real deep excavating in my soul to figure out how do I actually live out this vision of kindness once I understand what the Bible says. Because the verse that you just read, Jesus is actually woe to you. And Jesus, he goes off like, we don't walk around saying, you whitewashed tomb, But that's what Jesus said. That was like a major (laughs) insult. He's talking to
0: religious leaders. Right. Who should have known better? And in, in our world, I would say that's to the Christian. Yeah, like exactly. Like the world doesn't know, but we do. Yeah. And, and as you and I say a lot, when we know better, we, we do, do, better. do better. Yeah. And I, I think that's such a distinction because I know I've had some of my deepest woundings are actually people who've been nice to my face. Mm-hmm. You know, and then behind my back. Yeah. And that, that I think, is the difference between nice and kind. Because if we go on, okay, to what kindness is, not I think there's so much people-pleasing that goes into being nice. I want you to like me. Mm -hmm. I want to keep my status. I want to keep my position. I want to keep my reputation. I want to keep my—the motives are so external. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you go into being kind— That's, that's a decision that we make about who we want to be when people are watching and when they're not, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I have had the conversation sometimes about like, sometimes it's about being kind is about what you say. And sometimes it's about what you don't say. Meaning, you know, if you're, if you're not around and I'm not having to be nice to your face, Am I kind behind your back Mm -hmm. when when maybe you'll never even know? Because I want to be mindful about who I am when people see it in a crowd or in a closed room with just a couple of friends. Or, you know, that's the difference is like, I think kindness is really rooted in Mm -hmm. who you decide that you're going to be. Mm. And so much wounding has come in people who have been nice, but like it was for outside, but in, in the heart- you know, And so I think as women are listening to this, that would be one of the things that I'm doing. I know you're doing it that we would want to encourage them to do is think about areas of your life where you might be exhausting yourself to be nice and really the freedom mm-hmm. in, in moving towards just what does it look like to be kind for me when I'm not wrapped up yeah. in everything external. I'm, I'm wrapped up in who God calls me to be being accountable to Him. Th- there probably is a process of some cleanup
2: internally, Yeah, yeah.
0: you know, of like, I do have, like, I, I, I've done that a lot in the last year of like, my heart is kind of gross mm. in some places. Mm-hmm. And um, figuring that out with God, you yeah. know, what is, how does my perspective need to change? How does my heart need to change? What do I need to repent of? What if whatever I'm gross about on the inside, what if externally that person or that situation never changes. Mm -hmm. Then do I just keep being gross? Right. You know, because that's I'm decaying, it's not them. And so I've had to do some cleanup of the heart, Mm -hmm. which is where kindness is rooted. And I I just think that's an interesting perspective. And I think we need to shift in that as women. Mm. of, You know, when when we're... uh, Being nice is just like the hamster wheel. Yeah. You're exhausted from it. And then what happens... And I think I think I have this to talk about a little bit later. Yes, I do. But I'm going to say it now. Um, Matt will always say this, and we've you've, if you're listening and you're you're a regular listener or a part of Cultivate, you know we've said this. Matt will often use an illustration like if I have a cup <laughs> and I shake it, if I have a cup of orange juice and I shake it, what's going to spill out? Orange juice. Why? Because that's what's in the cup. (laughs) Whatever, something that's not in the cup isn't going to spill out, is the point of it. And I think when we're shaken, what's going to come out? When you live your life being nice to people on the outside, that whitewashed tomb, but on the inside, you're gross. When you're shaken or when it's private, that's what's going to spill out of us. And that is what Jesus is saying. No, I don't care about Mm -hmm. how nice you are. You know, I don't care about what the outside looks like. Yep. And I think that would make me ask this question then. So I think one of the criticisms to kindness is if you ever have to have a hard conversation with someone
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they're like, well, this doesn't feel very kind. Mm-hmm. Is it kind to only be nice to people? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I think it was Lisa Bevere who said... Um, not telling the truth is unkind. Mm -hmm. Like it's not loving. It's not loving to to not be honest, to not be truthful. Um, And that's another trendy statement. What's my truth? Speak your truth. So we can get super sideways with that because then it becomes, we we decide that we're the deciders of what's true. Mm -hmm. Um, For a Christian, Jesus has already made that really clear. He said, I am the way, I am the truth. So if your truth doesn't line up with the truth, it's not the truth, right? That's just, but that's another podcast. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think what it comes down to is is really determining. Um, there is inside of kindness, there is love, and there is honesty, mm-hmm. um, and there is this idea that um, we might have to talk about something hard. We mm-hmm. might have to talk about something difficult. I might have to make a difficult decision. Um, but in inside of that, I'm, I want to do it the kindest way I can, which is mm-hmm. caring for mm-hmm. you while we have this conversation. Yeah. So it's not okay to verbally vomit on people. It's not okay to go off and just get it out because Or that's, demean
0: or insult. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's also not kind to stuff it and carry it and and then really be just suffering from resentment and bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um that that's that's so bad for us and that's not making us more like Jesus either.
0: Well and you have a daughter I'm um, still middle school. Mm-hmm. I have two Pray young adult me. daughters, me, both out of college. <laughs> <laughs> you two will make it. I'm on the other side and I'm like, I don't know. Um, but, you know, I I have seen my girls at different times in their life have a behavior or a struggle in on their journey to maturity, I'd, I'd want to say immaturity, but really all of us are growing in I maturity like all the time, you know, where, and I've pointed things out to them that probably don't sound super nice, mm. but whatever I'm pointing out is actually ha- like isolating them and friends because they're repelling people mm. or isolating them from God because it's something like in their heart or a thought process or something. And so is it kind of me to let them keep going in a direction that's actually leading towards wounding um, and sin? Right. You know, I, I think that's what we need to think of is but it's how I do it. You know, if I'm just critical, if I insult them, then yeah, that's not okay. But if I'm like, hey, you know, I, I have something hard or challenging I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of I've had a lot of experiences since we've had cultivate and this vision where I've had to have a hard conversation that is rooted in love. But when it's hard to hear, yeah, it's been labeled unkind. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm not living the vision. Or I know other people have said, like, if you don't if it's something I don't want to hear, then it's unkind. And I just think That's a myth. Mm -hmm. That's part of the myth of what kindness is. I think it is unkind to let someone live in a place, in a behavior or a pattern that's detrimental to themselves or others. Absolutely. And so I think that's one of the things I think women listening need to be thinking about. Yeah,
1: for sure. And you have to also be asking yourself this question. It's not, what do I think? What do you think? Um, if we were more, if all of us were sitting in that place of what does God think?
2: <laughs> oh, there's also it's that, like <laughs> that, I
1: mean, it sounds so trite, but it's actually true. Mm-hmm. Um, then we recognize, okay, there's a standard that I'm striving for. I'm never going to be perfect. But I like how you said that, that journey to maturity, mm-hmm. um, I should be making progress. Mm-hmm. I should be further along tomorrow than where I was yesterday. Because um, I think we're our most unhealthy when we're stuck mm-hmm. in, an, in an, a pattern, in a behavior. We we just spiral when we get stuck. So there's, there's this idea that movement produces maturity. Mm-hmm. The more I'm moving, yeah. the more mature I'm and getting. And even if
0: it's imperfect... It's progress. It's progress. And, you know, I, I can think of this time where Matt and I, we had had years years ago, we had a friend, she was single, and she just, she finally came to Matt one day and said, Tell me what no one's telling me. Wow. Because she, she would go on a date, never get called back. She just, she was just like, There's something I don't know and no one's telling me. And Matt was like, Do you mean this? And he just said, You're critical. Mm. You know, you're unkept, you're, you're hard, and she thanked him, ended up making up, taking a lot of steps towards growth mm. in those ways, mm-hmm. um, asking how she's being received, and she's thanked him. She's now happily married, mm. and good, and she's one of the healthiest, and she just the courage to say tell me what no one's telling me yes. because she knew her life was not what she wanted it to be she didn't know why Yeah. so would it would it have been kind for matt to just be nice oh, to you're her fine. Like, yeah mm, no it's good like it's dumb um, we're just never inviting you anywhere because we can't stand being around <laughs> you but you know was that cuz she was lonely and mm. she didn't understand why and i just think wow what a model of like courage Love that. and maturity to be able to say now here's the thing, you need to find someone who you know loves you. Yes. And it has your best intention for you. But you know, Proverbs 27, 17 says iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And I think it can't it can't be overlooked that this is a part of, of this conversation. Yep, Because being sharpened like that, that visual of that mm-hmm. That's not nice. No. And you know, what's interesting that you say that verse.
1: I was talking about this with our executive pastor, Dan Zimbardi, a few weeks ago. And he said, when you, when you hear that phrase, iron sharpening iron, it doesn't happen just from the pieces sitting next to each other. There's an actual process that creates friction.
2: Mm.
1: And that friction is good. Mm-hmm. that friction is healthy. And we most people go, no friction, tension's bad. Mm-hmm. Um but yet you don't it doesn't sharpen without that friction. Right. And sometimes that's painful. Yeah. That's just the reality that relationships are only going to get healthy through refining mm-hmm. and we have to either be about it or we're just living in the shallow end of the pool.
0: Absolutely. And I think people some people love I mean Some people, like 10% of the people, that's not a real statistic to everybody, but like 10% of the people- This is not science. They love the shallow end and that's where they're always gonna be. Right. And 10% of the people like can't, I I think I tend to fall in this last 10%. Like I can only live in the super deep, which actually repels people from me a lot. Yep. But most people wanna live in, in the middle somewhere. And to get there, you have to- leave the shallow end, not always, you know, it's, it's, it's that happy middle place to find too. And so I think after this conversation, the whole idea is to get women to think about what God's word says about this. Mm-hmm. Not every difficult conversation or conversation that doesn't, listen to me ladies, feel mm-hmm. nice. Some of my best growth has come from things that felt awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Because it's gotten me to think, it's gotten me to pray. Yeah. It's gotten me to pivot, you know, and, and none of it was nice, mm-hmm. but in the end, I consider all of it God's kindness towards me. Totally. You know, and I think that that is a measure. And so as, as you're thinking um, towards the idea of nice being what's presented on the outside and kind being what's rooted from deep within, we mm-hmm. talked about the whitewashed tomb. I want to pair that with Ephesians three. Or, I
1: think it's four. Yeah. Thirty one, thirty two. 32. Yeah.
0: Um, Make a clean break with all cutting, backbiting, profane talk. Be gentle with one another, sensitive, forgiving one another as quickly and thoroughly as God in Christ forgave you. Mm. Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth. Say only what helps, each word a gift. That I think is- Full of conviction. It's pivotal, (laughs) very full of conviction. But that is what is so pivotal to thinking through- the difference between nice and kind, yeah, kind is what is happening on the outside this, the way we talk about each other either verbally or in our head, mm-hmm. you know the way we're about in front of someone's face or behind their back, mm. um, the forgiveness that comes in this to be quick about that, to be sensitive and gentle with one another, yeah, I think that is is such a huge piece of it, you know, I've been reading a lot about ways to like get out of gossiping mm-hmm. <laughs> because honestly, some women are just gossips and, and, and run into that fire and some just find themselves in there accidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't mean it to be as damaging maybe as it can be. And so I've just, I've kind of been reading up on this and I think that's what you have to decide is like in that same way that like uh, some of the things I've read is like if someone starts talking about someone in your presence, it's to, you feel awkward, like you have to contribute kind of, or, mm-hmm. or like, However, to stay connected in that group, but to be like, it's it told me some phrases to like say, like, I don't feel comfortable talking about this. Mm -hmm. I I don't know much about that. Or like just some gentle phrases that aren't insulting or rude, but also help you disengage. I think in that, here's where I'm getting with that. I think in that same way, as we pursue moving from nice to kindness, to think about some questions we ask ourselves. Like I know for me, and I want to hear from you, like one of the questions I find myself mentally repeating all the time is what does kindness look like right now? Mm -hmm. Maybe it looks like I shut my mouth. Mm -hmm. Maybe it looks like I walk away. Maybe it looks like I give a hard truth. Maybe it looks like I have compassion, like how this verse says, be gentle with one another. Yeah. Maybe it looks like I go, you know what? It's an off day for them. Like grace I've needed, you know, what does kindness actually look like Mm -hmm. in each given situation paired with who do I want to be? You know, do I want to be the person that everyone knows, like is quick to anger? Like I, I am that person. (laughs) That, you know, they're always going to talk about somebody or, you know, they'll never forgive. Or, you know, you know, like, like who do I want to be? Yeah, I'm not particularly known for being nice (laughs) because I am a person that tends to confront Mm
2: -hmm.
0: a lot. And I'm working on, (laughs) I'm, I'm working on moving from that, um, Because it's not always right or received and you don't, you know, not everyone wants it. I need to work on waiting till they want it.
1: (laughs) Well, and also there's the, the, I think you can't downplay the empathy piece in this conversation because I'm very quick to, um, and you know this, any gray mate, I'm always like, are you for me or against me? Like that's, that's my, that's my gauge. Just putting it out there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I'm always like, and that, and then I move in accordance with that. If I perceive you this way, if I perceive you this way. And so that can create me to be uh, quick to react instead of to respond. Mm. And if, and I can't, I don't have the luxury anymore and maybe I never did to just react when i get an email or a text or like my decisions now are are weightier mm-hmm. and they affect more people and so i have to actually respond and not react mm-hmm. and so much for so much of that because there's also an injustice piece for me like mm-hmm. no what you did was wrong and i have to prove it to you or i have to get you back or i have to win and empathy always causes me to take a step back Mm -hmm. It causes me to think about the other person, what may have driven them to do that, what may have driven them to say that. Why are they feeling this way? Are they having an off day? Were they put into a situation where they had to make that decision or type, like, what are those factors? And almost every single time when I take that step, whatever my first gut reaction was going to be, it changes in light of just the empathy process. Mm -hmm. Even if those things aren't true, just the fact that they could be true or they could be factors helps me go, well, man, that was hard for them. Mm -hmm. Man, that that was a difficult spot for them to be in. So maybe I don't have to weigh in on this. Mm -hmm. I don't need to say this. I don't need to make sure they hear me and know that they did, you know? Um, It just causes you to pause. And I, I think so many times whenever we pause, we end up being more kind. Mm-hmm. just pausing helps us. It's almost like pausing leads to kindness mm-hmm. because in, in the moment, we're quick to feel hurt. We're quick to feel rejected. We're quick to feel overlooked. We're quick to feel wounded, and then we jump to, "Well, now because you did that, I'm doing this." Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes pausing just helps us to reflect, mm-hmm. and we make better choices. Absolutely, better kind.
0: <laughs> I think as we wrap this up, and and hopefully this conversation will lead you to have just a conversation with yourself and with God about where do you tend to land on the spectrum. Do you find yourself being more nice and how can with God move, get you to move to a place of being more kind. And here's what I think about being nice. I think being nice is so rooted in people pleasing, which actually causes you to lose yourself Mm -hmm. because you don't ever want to say something that might upset or stir up, but you, you, you minimize who you are in that, or you, you, you give up on mm. your, yourself to that, yeah. and so I think that when you, when it comes to kindness, as uh, being opposite of nice, yeah. It also needs to include what does it look like to be kind to me,
2: mm.
0: and kindness isn't just something for others. Obviously, it's something that's for me as well. And so, is it kind for me to completely go in a direction, have a conversation, say yes to something I wanted to say no to? That's the people pleasing. Yeah. Then I'm wounded. I'm mad. I'm exhausted. I'm frustrated. I'm bitter. Um, within my which is eats me alive and makes me gross. Mm-hmm. And so, I think kindness isn't just for others. It's something God wants for us, right? Yeah. And so I want the women who are listening after this conversation to spend some time with God, asking themselves, do I, am I nice? Am I a really nice person? Mm-hmm. And then pat yourself on the back for a second <laughs> and then get on your knees and, and like go to God about what does it look like for me to, to move from being an, something external? Because when kindness comes from the inside, mm-hmm. when the cup is shaken, that is what comes out, which is nice. Yeah. Yep. You know, at the end of the day, if having a hard conversation with somebody and then you're restored after or growth happens, that is nice, Mm -hmm. but it was rooted in kindness, not in people pleasing. And so where are you on that? What does it look like for you right now? Um, What would growth look like for you to move to a place to be kind and not just nice? Yeah. Um, And thinking about this scripture, asking yourself, am I a whitewashed tomb when it pertains to this? and and dead inside but i look really sweet on the outside right and then what does it look like to to start making the the change on the inside of stop with the cutting the backbiting profane talk being gentle and sensitive Mm. one another forgiving quickly what does that look like Mm. um because that's where, kind of, when we get those things right, when we say like, I, and sometimes here, one last thought on this before we wrap up. Sometimes I'm nice or I like don't say something, not because I don't want to, or I don't mean it. And right. that's just a really real thought. Like sometimes I mean the mean things I'm going to say or yeah. want to say. And I stop short because I'm like, What's greater than that is who I want to be mm. and where I want to go in my heart, in my mind, whether no one sees it or not. Mm-hmm. And so the reality is like to say like, oh, I've gotten to a place where I never think of mean thought or want to be mean or want to whatever, you know, like that's not real. It's not real. Yeah. And so when I'm real with myself, it's, yeah, I mean this mean thing. I want to say this mean thing, but what I want more. Mm. And so I release it to God. And I just, I don't even let myself entertain it. Yeah. Because, and that's, I think part of like, if we want to cultivate more scripture of like taking that thought captive, I don't want to entertain it because I go in a direction I don't want to go. Yeah. And then I do become whitewashed yep. on the outside and inside. I am a monster. Yeah. So.
1: There's so much there to work on. And I think it, a great, just like takeaway as people kind of move on is, and I found the the sticky statement we were looking for earlier oh, was. good job. Um, Courtesy, I mean, n- being nice is about courtesy and mm. being kind is about character. Mm-hmm. And anyone can be courteous, but not everyone has great character. So make that your goal. Like an- I can teach my kid how to be courteous. My mm-hmm. kid could still be the, he could still be horrible, you know, mm-hmm. even if he learned how to be polite. Right. Um, so if you really want to mature and if you really want to grow and if you really want to become more like Jesus, you've got to get past courtesy and really focus on your character. And that's what you just said of, w- what is this doing to me? Who am I really? Um, And finding those safe people in your life to ask the question, what's no one telling me?
0: Absolutely. And be kind
1: in your response to what they say.
0: Absolutely. One last thought on that is if there's someone in your life that you might be carrying a grudge to because they said something difficult to you, but you know it was good for you, that iron, sharpening iron, what would it look like for you to circle back there Mm. and say, I didn't like that and it hurt? but I appreciate it. And for you to switch your thinking from them being unkind or or not nice yeah. to the kindness it had for that. Yeah. And and sometimes to trust that even if their delivery was clumsy or wrong, that it's still God's goodness to you because it's helping you grow to the best version of who he wants you
2: to be. Good. All right. Good. right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then, tell a friend. We love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think, and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women, for women, so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.se slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at Cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry of Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief podcast, where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find podcasts. Friends, Until we connect again, here or in person, remember, Cultivate.